You are listening to the Bible 126 podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your fears, your anxieties, I believe I'm here this morning to tell you and stand on this platform just to tell you this word simply. The Lord needs your fears and anxieties. You think you're doing him a favor by not bothering him with some of your cares, with some of your responsibilities, some of the things that make you anxious. Please don't hold on to them. Please don't think you're doing Jesus a favor by saying, I'll just hold these ones. I'm encouraging you this morning. Let them go. Cast them towards him. Let him be the burden bearer of all the things that stress you out. Let him be the one to carry your burdens. See, one of the greatest things about God that we read in the Bible is that He commands us to let Him work for us before commanding us to work for Him. Matthew chapter 11 says this, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I will give you rest, Jesus says. In Psalm 55 verse 22, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. Turn with me to 1 Peter, the 5th chapter and the 7th verse. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. This is talking about you and your cares. Now, incidentally, I like the Amplified translation on this particular verse. It said, casting the whole of your cares, all of your anxieties, all of your concerns, all of your worries, once and for all upon him. For he careth for you affectionately and about you watchfully. Oh my, praise God, isn't that good? If you want to hold those fears, hold those anxieties, what you're really saying to yourself and to our Lord and Savior, it's okay, Lord, I can look after these ones. I can handle these fears and anxieties. I'll, I'll give you these ones or twos, but this big one, let, let me hold it. Let me carry this one. I, it, it feels safe with me. I, I'm, I'm happy to wear this one for the rest of my life. But deep down, you don't really want to do that. 
you would love to give it over, but somehow it just has become so attached to who you are. See, the more fears and anxieties I hold, the more that I'm taking control of my life. The more that I'm willing to hand over to God, the more I'm putting my trust in Him. This is the link between humility and anxieties and fears. If you're struggling with anxieties and fears, I would also suggest that you're possibly struggling with humility. It means that we're owning our problems more than we're willing to allow God to own our problems. You will not get the prayer of faith. You're praying about things and to change things. The prayer of faith is a prayer of petition. It's a prayer to change things. But you will not get the prayer of faith to work for you. You'll not be in faith as long as you're worrying. Amen. You just can't do it. And you you, you can get uh, everybody in the country to pray for you. But as long as you're going to hold on to your anxieties and worries and cares, you're going to have them. Because see, God doesn't have them, you have them. You have to learn to put them into His hands. Now, I didn't say it was easy. We've all been there, haven't we? Yes. First of all, you see, this text said here, casting all your care, all of your worries, all of your anxieties, all of your concerns, once and for all upon Him. Well, the first place is, you can't pray the prayer of faith and get an answer from God and live in a state of feeling sorry for yourself with a pity party. Because you see, if you're having a pity party, feeling sorry for yourself, you haven't cast your cares upon the Lord. Because if you've cast your cares upon the Lord, then you don't have any cares. You don't have anything to have a pity party about. Amen. Isn't that right? Because you don't have it, He does. I know from experience, this is one of the hardest things in the world to get over to people. Because they want to keep on carrying their load, crying and bawling and squalling, turning into prayer requests, same one everywhere they go. Been doing it for 30 years and never worked yet. They want everybody to know, you know, and feel sorry for me, what all I'm going through, what all I'm putting up with, what all I have to put up with. Poor old me. And that poor old me attitude won't get the job done. But we strongly emphasize the other part of it, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. But you see, the rest of the verse will not work without taking the first step. Be careful for nothing. That's a little blind to us in the King James. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Hallelujah. 
So that's the first thing the Lord began to deal with me about and I knew on the inside of me what I've got to do. So I began to say to him, now Lord, if you'll forgive me, and I know you will because you said if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us all unrighteousness. And so I repent. Now I don't know about you. Some Christians, you hear some people talk about they got saved, they're bound with a tobacco habit. They just struggled as hard as thing to worry of them to get rid of that tobacco habit. Other folks had a, a drinking habit. And alcohol, it's hard for them to get rid of that. Some folks are on dope, it's hard for them to get rid of that. I don't know about you, but the, the hardest the, the job I ever had was to give up the sin of worrying. You say, is worry a sin? Yeah, it's the worst habit of the bunch. Rest of them will just half kill you, but this one will kill you. So I said, at 6 p.m., July the 4th, 1933, I asked you to forgive me for worrying. I asked you to forgive me for feeling sorry for myself. I asked you to forgive me for having a pity party. I asked you to forgive me for being discouraged. And I know you do because you said you would. I thank you for it. And I promise you that from this day forward, the longest day I live, I'll never worry again. See, you've got to quit sinning. You can't just keep on sinning and get by. I promise you I'll never have the blues again. I promise you I'll never feel sorry for myself again the longest day I live. Well, he forgave me. Praise God. I felt the guilt go away from me. And from that day to this, I passed up marvelous opportunities to work. I passed up marvelous opportunities to be discouraged. I passed up marvelous opportunities to feel sorry for myself, to have a pity party, to have the blues. But God's my eternal witness, though I might have been greatly tempted, I have not. You see, you cannot really walk by faith and pray the prayer of faith without also praying the prayer of commitment casting upon the Lord they go together I made you I will care for you I will carry you along and save you Isaiah 64 verse 4 says for since the world began no ear has heard no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him God wants to be your burden bearer so how do we practically transfer those fears and anxieties from our backs onto God's back. Well, that verse in Peter it says it so clearly. It says, just put your trust in Him. Believe that God cares for you. The promise doesn't just hang in the air. It comes with a command. Cast your anxieties and God cares for you. Oftentimes we just trust in God of the abstract. Yes, God is a trustworthy God. He can save sinners. But then when we get down to the specifics, can you trust Him with your children? Can you trust Him with your business? Can you trust Him with your calling, with your future? Can you trust Him with some very specific things that actually typically make you lie awake at night? Now we're talking about where is your trust? Where is your humility lay your specific anxieties onto God 
Job said it this way in Job 42 verse 2. I know, you know the story of Job. This is at the end of his life. He says, I know you can do anything and no one can stop you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.